Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into the Blossoming Britney podcast. I am like excited about today's podcast. Um, actually, I'm really excited about today's podcast. And I say that a lot, but this one's going to be a good one. I already know it because before I hit record, we've already been in it and it's just going to be great. I have my podcast guest today, um, Lindsay from the Faith Feast, and I'm super duper excited um, about having her on. Before I really get into all of that, though, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I don't know if you found it through the blog or through social media, or if you got it off of Lindsay's page, but wherever you found it, thank you so much for listening and spending a few minutes with us as we dive into a really good subject. Um, I just really appreciate your time. So let me tell y'all about this girl who I so dearly love. Um, I found Lindsay because I like food. <laughs> I was on Instagram. I know I never told you this. I was on Instagram and I saw a post and she commented on some food post. I can't even remember which one it was. I follow a lot of food people on Instagram. And like, I was like, oh, her Instagram name is The Faith Feast. And I was like, that's cool. It's about faith and food. Like um, two of my absolute favorite things. So, of course, I had to follow her because her Instagram feed is pretty. She talks about Jesus, and she likes food. Um, What else is there, really? Um, And so as I followed her and started to read her blogs, something just really stood out to me, and it reminded me a lot of the mission and the purpose of, you know, everything that I do here at Blossom and Brittany, just being open and honest and transparent about, you know, your walk with Christ and really challenging people to, you know, what I would say, like, grow more like Christ. So, of course, I just kind of fell in love and have been following ever since. I look forward to getting my Faith Feast email every Wednesday, and it's just really awesome. So, guys and gals, folks listening Welcome, Lindsay, to the podcast. Oh, my goodness. What an introduction. You are too kind. Um, I <laughs> love food. Um, <laughs> I have to make sure that I include the faith sometimes because I can get a little caught up in the food part of it. But, yeah, I'm Lindsay from the Faith Feast. I started the Faith Feast almost a year ago. Like, it'll be a year in July, and the Lord just Yay! put it on my heart. But, yeah, the two things I love the most. I love to talk about food. I love to eat. I love to cook. And I love Jesus with all my heart. So it only seemed right that we should feast on the word of God while we feast on a good meal. So, yeah, I'm excited to be talking with you today. I think you're, everything you do is phenomenal. Um, I'm, it's just truly an honor to even, like, be, like, you know, talking to you right now. It's so cool. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> oh, shucks. I was, like, so, um, like, what do you call it? I guess the kids today call it fangirling or I don't know, whatever you want to call it. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to talk to her. I'm so excited. And then, like, you said yes to be on the podcast. And I was like, oh, my God, 
I, can't, I know. I can't believe it's actually going to happen. <laughs> my palms are so sweaty. Like, I'm so nervous. I'm like, oh, my gosh, she has a podcast. This is crazy. It's so good, too. People need to listen to all the episodes, just saying. <laughs> it is, it's actually still really crazy, and I say that all the time because, like, I didn't really, really mean to start a podcast. God just gave me an idea, and I had to talk about it. And so I recorded it, and now we here we are on episode, I believe this is 12. That's crazy I love it. to me. Well, that's how, I feel like that's how God ideas always are. Like, I always wanted to blog, I always wanted to write, but I could never quite find, like, what I wanted to write about. Like, I would just mm-hmm. kind of send my friends stuff in emails, and they're like, oh, I love it, I love it. And then someone was like, well, you should just, like, you should have a blog. So I created the Faith Beast. And then people started saying things like, I love your ministry. And I was like, I don't have a ministry. And they're like, <laughs> I was like, what? Like, that, I had no, in, like, I mean, if you knew me in college, you would know that, like, I had no intention of starting a ministry. So it was, um, it, it, those are God ideas. So when he, when he decides he's going to do something, like, uh, one of my favorite stories to tell, actually, is, like, the night before I pressed publish on the blog, I was like, nah, God, I'm good, never mind. And he led me to the story of Jonah. And I was like, okay, mm. I'm going to go ahead and um, press <laughs> On that, Jonah got stuck in a fish. Like, not not trying to do that. Right. Anybody trying to do yeah. that? That's like every time I think about that, and I'm sidetracking real quick, but that's okay. Every time I think about Jonah, I think about how like nasty it was to be in the belly of a fish for three days, whale fish, whatever your translation says. Like, that's disgusting. He probably ate some other stuff and, like, he digested some things. Yeah. So every time I think about that, I'm like, all right, God, I'm just going to obey because you did it with Jonah. I don't – you could do it with me. I don't really live by water, but mm-hmm. – Yeah, no, see, I, I love that you said that because I was literally thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, what did he eat? Like, seaweed? Like, dead shrimp? That's <laughs> Like I like if it's not sautéed, we're not eating it. You know, so I'm just like I I I did it. I was like, fine, God, you can you can have your blog if you want it. Sure, you know, I'm not I'm not going in a whale. Nope, <laughs> not today. It, it's so awesome, and I think the thing that I love the most about it, which is what I wanted us to kind of talk about today, and before I hit record on this podcast, we were already kind of talking about it. Um, you know, just the importance of being transparent in your relationship with Christ and yeah. your walk with Christ. Um, because it's, for me, I grew up in church and like I, you know, did the Jesus thing, the Jesus thing before I gave <laughs> my life to Christ. But it wasn't until um, I really got to a place where people were being open and honest about, you know, what they were going through that I felt like I wasn't alone. And I think that's something that's lacking so much today that like people just say that you should be at a certain place, but they don't talk about either their journey to get there or how sometimes, you know, they're in that place. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that when reading your blog, like that was one of the main things that stuck out to me the most. It's like, I always can. I can always see that, like, even if you may have come out of something, it's not like I'm so far removed from yeah. something and you guys are trash because <laughs> I'm holier than thou. 
Oh, you're funny. That's funny that you say that because I was just telling my dad today, I try really hard to talk to people, not at people, because I know what that's like for someone to be like, well, you should live this way and it should go this way. And, like, it's just hard out here. The faith walk is hard. So I'm glad that, that it's coming across the right way because I always want to to write and to speak from a place of, like, we're all in this together. Like, we're all in the trenches. Satan comes to wear out this thing. You know what I mean? Like, and mm-hmm. it does nobody any good if one of us thinks that we're better than the other. Nobody wins in that. God doesn't win in that, certainly. So, yeah, transparency is key. It's key. So, like, where do you feel like, do you ever feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm showing way too much leg right now? <laughs> um, mm, that's a really good question. Sometimes, but not not too often because most of the time, like, maybe this is, like, me, like, walking in my own self-deception. I'm like, nobody really knows what situation I'm actually speaking of when I'm being transparent. So I try to write in a way that invites people into what I'm feeling and not necessarily um, my business, if that makes sense, because I still want to have some type of private life. Yeah, but I also want you to know, like, today, like, today was a really bad day. So I insta-storied about it, and I provided people with what I was doing to get over my bad day. Um, So I rarely ever feel like, oh, my gosh, I've invited people too far in. But I definitely have moments where I'm like, I would really rather not talk about this because, like, God, this is not a fun topic to talk about. You know, like, this isn't, this isn't, you know, me having to like really wrestle with like what repentance is and how I really need to repent and like what it felt like for me to, to take um, nails and actually put them on a cross in my church. And like, that was hard for me to write about because it was such a personal experience, but I needed other people mm-hmm. to like, to see that. So there are moments that I'm uncomfortable, but most of the time I think my legs are covered. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one thing that like I found it's like, God, help me to be transparent, but, you know, not mm-hmm. show too much. But, yeah. like, I think in one of the last podcasts I did, I was talking to my pastor about, um, we were talking about discipleship, and we were talking about the importance of having somebody in your life that you can just, you know, bear all with. Mm-hmm. Somebody, you know, you trust because, like, you know, as we were talking about a little bit ago, like, this walk is hard. Like, mm-hmm. this, doing this the way that God prescribed and the way that he designed, like, sometimes I should be like, God, like, I don't got it. And I don't got like, it. <laughs> I, just, I just don't have it. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't have it to pray. I don't have it to worship. I don't have it to read my Bible. Like, I don't want to talk to you. Leave me alone, God. Like, I don't want to give you nothing else. And I think, you know, people don't talk about that part of being Christian. Like, you get the um, the Instagram feed with people whose Bibles are open and they spend quiet time with God every day at 6 a.m. with Hillsong and Jesus Culture playing with their <laughs> cup of tea and, like, their candles from Bath and Body Works. And, like, that's yeah. how their whole life appears that, you know, they just love Jesus and they're always on cloud nine and they're kind to everyone. And every day they wake up and they have angels singing over their bed. <laughs> and I know I'm being dramatic, but sometimes like, that's just how it feels. Like when yeah. you look at social media and what people portray as their relationship with God, but nobody wants to talk about the fact that, you know, I just, I don't got it today. Right. Like, 
No, I definitely think that it's it's lacking, and that is probably, like, the number one bit of feedback I've gotten. People are like, me too. And I don't think as, like, people who God has called to to speak to, like, lots of people, I guess you could say, because we all are called to, to witness, but I, I don't think we mm-hmm. realize the value in just, like, giving someone an opportunity to say me too. You know what I mean? Because, like, I, I'll be honest. Like, I'm usually up at 6 a.m. in the closet with coffee, but it ain't always pretty in there. You know what I mean? Like some of these scriptures I get led to, I'm like, that was me. He was like, yes, girl, that was you. You do better. And I'm like, my bad, my bad, my bad. Okay. And, some, you know, sometimes I think we also, we, we, we love our quiet time with God, but I, one thing I don't think we talk about enough is like the correction of God and like how we can rejoice in that too. That's a whole nother tangent for a different day. But I agree. It looks really pretty on Instagram. And like I try to do my best to, in the caption because I, I love my photos. Got to have my photos, right? But I try really hard in the caption to be honest and just be like, you know, like I, I remember reading Romans two a couple of weeks ago and realizing that I was the villain. Like I was, I was mm. not practicing what I was preaching. I was begging someone for mercy and I was showing no mercy. I was begging someone for for forgiveness, but I had none to offer. And I was like, I was telling this person, you have double standards. When I was the one with double standards, and it was a rough morning in the closet. I left the closet feeling like I got a whooping. You know what I mean? I was like, oh my God, Lord, <laughs> you came for my life this morning. And he did, but that's the beauty of God. That's in that moment, I also knew I'm His because if if, mm-hmm. if He didn't like, you don't spank a child that doesn't belong to you. You know, that's not that's not what we do anymore. We probably should, but that's again a whole other conversation for a different day. <laughs> but I know that if God is is correcting me, that that means I'm His child. So I don't know. I think we have we we love to highlight the same scriptures that talk about joy and peace, and all of those are equally as relevant. But I think sometimes we need to talk about like. I'm still growing in that. Like, I still wrestle with, like, what does honor look like? What does respect Mm -hmm. look like? And I was raised by a military dad, so you would think this is something that would come naturally to me, but mm, it just does not. It just does not. And I think the more we're transparent about that, the more we give people this space to say me too. And then once people say me too, the shame starts to fall away. And then we can actually deal with the issue because you can't actually get to the problem. You can't actually give that part of your heart to God to fix if we're, if it's so locked up in shame, you know, shame is chains. like set it free and then give it to God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that that's so good. Like when I, when I first like gave my life to Christ for real, that first year, I had been carrying like the weight of my past and just mm. I was wild, like for mm-hmm. real. I was just out there. <laughs> and um I didn't really want to be honest about how far yeah. out there I was. And because I wasn't open and honest about it and I literally lie I would literally lie about it. Mm. One day God told me like when you aren't open with it, like the enemy can hold that over your head and you can't Absolutely. be healed from what you don't uncover. Yeah. And it wasn't until that I was able to be, you know, open and transparent and just be like, you know, this is what it is that God's grace was able to cover it. Like he was able to take my sin and take the shame out of it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it happened. I did what yep. I did. That's all part of the past. And it just shows that it just shows how much, that God can restore and change mm. someone and like it gives him gl- glory. But me it lying does. about it and hiding it was like robbing God of his glory. Absolutely. You got to own your junk. And like, I think that the more, you know, I like 
when I look at the faith feast, I'm like, if I don't own my junk, then like, I'm not leading well, you know what I mean? And we're all leaders mm-hmm. in some capacity, whether we're mothers, whether we're, we're like the only Christian in a room, you know, whatever, whether it's where we have like Instagram followers, whatever, like we're leading. And if I don't own my junk, then I'm not equipped to lead, you know what I mean? And that, that's the thing I, I feel constantly that probably tugs me more than anything. Like I want to make sure that whatever's coming out of me is coming from the heart of God. And I need to make sure that my heart's right with God because I don't want to spew out something that leads someone astray. You never know who's going to come across your stuff. You know what I mean? So I always try to, mm-hmm. you know, like <laughs> if you know, most of my friends would, would attest to this, but when I get in the shower, whenever I start to wash my feet, I start to go over my sins of the day. Cause it's like a great way for me to remember like, okay, I've, I know I did something, you know, <laughs> I know I did. Probably don't want to talk about it right now because my shower is my peaceful time, but all right, Lord, let's talk about it. I was not kind to that person. You know, I judged her for that. You know, I said something I shouldn't have said, or like I, I kind of ignored you today when you gave me that instruction. And I think the more we own our junk, the more freedom we give uh, um, other people to own their junk. And that's what, that's what being in Christ is. It's freedom. You know what I mean? Like it's freedom to say, I used to live this way and I no longer do because his grace saved me. But if we never mm. acknowledge that we had something to be saved from, then we're really just denying his power, you know? So mm-hmm. my two sons on it. Ah, <laughs> that was so like so much goodness. Like, you know, just, I can't even you articulate. Like, You have to own your junk. And it's, and I think the hard part is like, it's painful. Like, I, you know, a lot of people are telling me, Lindsay, well, you're just strong. And I'm like, y'all don't understand that I'm in here crying too. Like, I, I've been crying all day. My sister was laughing at me. I told, as I told you before we started recording, I was like, I think I'm dehydrated because I've cried so much today. Because sometimes owning your junk is uncomfortable. But if you think about it, like, mm-hmm. God never said, like, we would be comfortable. He said, you will have trouble. Like, you know, we, we are human. We are, we are, we are people. So we're going to mess up and, and we have to be comfortable in the uncomfortable we have to be able to say like all right lord here's my mess sorry about that could you do something with it because if we never bring it (laughs) what can you do with it like if we just sit there in our sin like feeling shameful then we we don't get used by god in the right like in the way that he could i mean he could still use you but like the freedom that comes from like releasing your sin back to god what he does with that is like beyond it's just beyond when Mm -hmm. we try to keep it hidden because he sees it anyway he already knows I have to remind myself all the time. I'm like, I don't keep secrets from God. That's not a thing. <laughs> you can't, because like you said, He already knows. It's like mm-hmm. I was in the most recent message that I preached. One of the things I was saying is like, when you lie to yourself, that's the worst lie because you know yeah. the truth anyway. Like, absolutely, you know what it is. Like, so why are you lying? Why are you trying to cover it up? And I think about you know Adam and Eve when they sinned and they covered themselves. God was like who told you you were naked like <laughs> I already know like I already see yeah. you I already I, I saw it and she gave them the opportunity to fess up but at first they was just like it was you it wasn't me it was them <laughs> it was that woman that you sent me that's what Adam said mm-hmm. and but once they really came to God he was able to cover them he was able yeah. to cover them properly and so Absolutely. often we try to cover ourselves by you know, not being truthful or hiding stuff in our heart, but we're not covering it the right way. And really what we end up doing is we bury it and then our hearts become hardened to the correction of God and then Absolutely. we can't grow and we become dull to his his rebuke and his re- reproach. 
And I right. think you said it, I don't know if you were saying, if you said it earlier when it was just you and I talking, but, um, which I guess it is still just you and I talking, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Anywho, you said that, you know, the correction of God is like the best thing because that shows us that he cares for us, that we're not mm-hmm. abandoned children, that we yeah. belong to him. It hurts. God oh, it hurts. does it hurt. It hurts the, pruning. the face of music. Oh, my gosh. Talk about the pruning. Go ahead. Okay. So I remember, like, the first time I went through pruning season. So I, like, I, I was raised in church. My grand, great-grandfather was a pastor. Like, my whole family are Christians, but I really, like, surrendered my life to the Lord last January. And so I really went through my first real pruning season where I was aware that I was being pruned. And, like, I looked it up. Like, I'm a nerd. My sister makes fun of me. But, like, I'm the person that, like, Googles all the words in the Bible. Like, what does that mean? What language is it in? Like, I just love it. So I was like, what is pruning, like, in the natural world? And it was like, oh, you know, like, snipping stuff, like, cutting off the dead. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's what I feel in my heart. And, like, the Lord was, like, Uh restructuring my entire life. And it was so uncomfortable. And to be honest, like, I didn't let him prune everything. And I watched the aftermath of that. Like, I experienced, like, what happens when we don't separate from something God's called us to separate from, he, then he has to sever it. And severing mm-hmm. hurts way worse than separation. You know ah, what I mean? Like it, oh, so it hurts good. way worse. And I, I can, like, I can preach on that because I just went through that with some friends, like, with so much stuff. When God says give something a little bit more room or he says dead it, that's, that's not coming to the next season. Like, if that's one piece of advice I would give to everyone, heed. Because it might hurt in this moment, but if God has to actually rip it from your hands because it's not good for you, it's even worse. Think about it. Like, if you were a kid and your mom's like, put the toy down, and you set it down, it's, it's no, nah, I wanted to play. But when she comes over there with that look on her face, and she snatches mm. that toy from you, your feelings are hurt. You are hurt. upset. Like, mom took my toy. So the pruning process is so necessary, though, because God can't give you something new if your hand's are already full of the old. Like, you have to be able to just release it and know that what's coming for you, and I'm preaching to myself right now because this was my battle today, but, like, what's coming to you, whatever he asked you to let go, it's no longer good for you. It's dead. And that doesn't mean that, that something's wrong with that person or that opportunity or anything like that. It's just no longer for you. And being able to mm-hmm. say, God, I trust you to take things away and I trust you to give good, better things. And, you know, he can do so much with that kind of faith. And, like, I'm, I'm literally over here, probably sound like a hypocrite. God's like, oh, really? That's what I've been trying to tell you all day. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. I hear you, Lord. I hear you. But, yeah, the pruning process is brutal, but it's, it's necessary. It's what, it's what makes things grow. Like, you don't get to bear more fruit, you don't get better fruit if you don't cut off the dead. The dead will kill your plant. Like, it will literally kill it if you don't cut it off. So, And if any gardeners out there are probably in their, their cars shouting right now, like, yes, I know about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a gardener. Uh, <laughs> I am a fake gardener. I plant stuff that grows on its own, and I don't have to do anything. So it's lovely. Yeah, but I have succulents, I think that, and I love them. <laughs> listen, that's next on the list to buy. I I'm so bad that I have fake succulents. Let's not talk about that. No. No. That's offline combo, girl. (laughs) (laughs) But the best part about succulents is you literally only have to water them once a week. So someone like me who's super forgetful, like, I'm like, succulents are life. But anyways, prune. If God's telling you to let something go, let it go. It's time. Let it go. And I Mm -hmm. think, like, you know, that's really where I am in this season is just, like, God is digging up the stuff. I like you said, He's severing the stuff that I didn't yeah. let go of, 
And mm-hmm. these are things that, you know, I've known about for years and years and years. And one of the things he's showing me is that, you know, I cannot get to the next level. I cannot go to the place that he has next for me, still holding on to dead stuff. Like, like mm-hmm. you said, it'll kill you. It'll, it will. it'll literally kill you. And yeah. so I think that, you know, just being real and being open about it and being transparent with him. Like I love, and I mentioned this a couple of podcasts ago and I will probably hold on to the scripture forever and ever when David was like, search my heart. And he mm. said, point out anything in me that offends you. And it's like, mm-hmm. God is in a season where he's pointing stuff out in my life and in other people's lives who I've talked to, like he's pointing out the stuff. And so yeah. we have to yeah. not, hold it back when he touches that thing that hurts and just being like, you know, God, you know what? This is what it is. You're right. I still have jealousy in me. You're right. I still have envy in me. You're right. Mm -hmm. I'm lazy. You're right. I'm prideful. You're right. I'm mean. You're right. Like, and being real about it. (laughs) Like, just being for real about it. Like, instead of being like, oh, God, no, not me. I've been saved for such and such amount of years. That's not in my heart anymore. Yeah, it is, Um, Because once he can get to it, I think the most beautiful thing about it is that God points the things out, not for us to change them, but for us to give them to him and for him to do the work. Like, Mm, I've never seen a better arrangement. Like, we just are open (laughs) to him. We have to open up to him for him to point it out, and then we give it to him for him to fix we really don't have to do anything Nothing. except for be open and give it to him. Like yeah. once we do that, it's amazing the work that he does. But when we fight against him and when we struggle back and forth and we like try to hold on to those things that are not like him, like that's where the the wrestle comes from. And one of my pastors, one of the things that he said, and I, the Holy Spirit reminds me of this all the time. He talked about how, you know, being in Christ, we die to ourselves. We die to our lives. And he said that, you know, dead things don't struggle. And if they're still struggling in your life, that's something that you haven't died to. That's something that you that's haven't given word. for. And so, that's like, if you're still struggling with it, you need to die to it and give it over to him. Absolutely. And once you do, then you'll be able to see the growth that, you know, you long for, the growth you desire, and, I mean, everything that comes with it. Yeah, so. I could not agree more. I could not agree more. But I think that we're, we live in just like, I feel like our generation is just like walking in such a high level of self-deception. And it's like, like we, oh we don't want to acknowledge it. Like we feel like if we say like, I struggle with this or like, I really suck at this or like, I'm, I can't, I keep falling into this pattern, like that, that somehow will like, will make us seem less worthy or something to like those around us. Like I, and it's, it's, it makes us more human. It makes us more relatable. And it, I think that's one of the reasons why, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I have a hard time developing, like, genuine, authentic relationships. I'm like, because you don't own your junk. And you're around people who don't own their junk. You've got to just own it. You've got to own it because that's what's going to create this space where, where people grow. You know what I mean? If you don't own it, then you can't grow. You can't grow from something that you don't acknowledge. It doesn't work like that. It does not work it like that. I think that this is really great. I'm excited, and I'm glad that we actually got to do this. Oh, I'm um, so happy. 
before, you know, I end, do you have anything else? I'm sure you're full of stuff, so I'm sure you have a billion things to say. But like, can you have me on your podcast all the time? <laughs> I think we should. I think we should do this again because, like, we can it. just pick a topic and go and let the Lord have his way. Yeah, I guess what I would have to say, though, is fear is a liar. Shame is a liar. Um, anytime... Mm-hmm you're experiencing something and you're afraid to talk about it or you you're feeling shameful about it that's that's your that's your clue that god wants it from you that's your sign mm-hmm. that's your that's your like ding 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 like give that over to god like the it hurts at first and that that's one thing i've just i've been paying a lot of attention to in my own walk like what does it feel like in the beginning versus in the end and at first that pricking that tugging that stretching that pruning process it it really does hurt but if you stay with it, his mercy, his mercy feels a hundred times better than the pain. Like his grace will cover you every step of the way. He does not allow us to be exposed without covering us. You know what I mean? He just, he's just not that type of God. So I would just encourage yeah. everyone listening that if there's something that, that is just keeping you hostage, like just get set free, get set free. And he's, he's faithful to, to redeem you, to restore you, to revive you, to renew you. He, that's the God that he is. Um, and I think that more than anything, we just, we all, and I, I say this to myself too, we just need to let God be God. We don't have to do anything on our own. He is God. He's God and under control. We just have to keep handing stuff to his hands. Like here, you can have this and you can have that too. And I think when the more we do that, um, the better off we'll all be. And then we can just have more me too moments and we can all just be living in freedom. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on today's podcast. Like, oh my gosh, what a pleasure! I love you so much. Like, I thought I loved you before, but like, I really love you for real, for real. No, we're gonna be friends forever, Dot. And you better invite me back on your podcast, or else. <laughs> I will. I'm gonna invite you to Ohio, and I'm gonna come visit you. And you like, this, I'll cook for this. You, it's a done deal. Let's it's do it. Deal. Thank you so much for inviting me into this sacred space. It has been such a pleasure. Well, guys, that is today's podcast. I thank you so much for listening. Um, please make sure that you follow Lindsay at The Faith Feast. I will put her Instagram um, handle, her blog, and everything in the description for this podcast. So make sure you follow her. Make sure that you sign up for her email so you can get your weekly Faith Feast and get as excited every Wednesday as I do. <laughs> um, and um, if you have questions, as always, please feel free to reach out to me. If you guys want to talk more about what we talked about in today's podcast, you can email me at Haya, H-I-Y-A, Haya at BlossomingBrittany.co. Um, you can find me on social media at BlossomingBrittany or on the blog, BlossomingBrittany.co. Click the contact form and shoot me a message. I would love to talk to you more and more about anything that we talked about today or anything else. Um, if you would, lo- I would appreciate it is really what I was trying to say. I would appreciate it if you share this with your friends and family, people who you know that would benefit from the things that we talked about today. And if you have not already subscribed, what are you waiting for? I'm definitely going to do this again with Lindsay. I have plenty of other things that God has given me to talk about. So don't miss any of the podcasts that I have coming um go ahead and subscribe and share and like and all of that good stuff so thank you again guys for listening 
And like I always say, let's grow together as we grow in him. Until mm, next okay. time.